Spark Studio presents People, People, People podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 11. I got to sit down with Grayson, who I actually met at my local coffee shop. Um, it's so cool, the power of community. Um, we talk about uh, trusting the process and Grayson's background in uh, printmaking, which is incredible, and also his future plans with one day opening up a coffee shop. I hope you all enjoy. Hi, Grayson. Welcome to the podcast and the yellow couch. Really stoked you're here. And we met at my neighborhood coffee shop, Coffee Drunk, and I just love how life works itself out. So yeah, thanks for being here. For sure. Thanks, Sarah. Awesome. Okay, let's jump in. So the first question is, who are you? My name is Grayson McDonald. I was born in Newport Beach, California in 96. Nice. Um, I was raised in South Shore, Boston, Okay. in a little town called Duxbury. That's a fun name. <laughs> and uh, D-U-X. So okay. not like the duck. Okay. <laughs> and I was raised out on the East Coast, um, made my way back out here with my mom in 2008. Okay. Um, my dad's still on the East Coast. Uh, I'm one of nine children. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, that's the, it's less of a family tree and more of like a family root system. Okay. Um, I've got like four siblings on my mom's side and five on my dad's side okay um everyone's half step or adopted nice um so no full blood yeah yeah tell me a little bit more about your siblings like is there anyone that you're like super close to or yeah so i grew up more so with my older brothers okay um on my mom's side when i was much younger it was me and my three older brothers my dad had a son mm -hmm. and my mom had two sons and they're about like 13 and 16 years apart for me okay and so like that was who i was really close to and then my dad's son stuck <laughs> with him when he stayed on the east coast yeah so i spent more time with my two older brothers on my mom's side justin and james <laughs> they're uh 39 and my oldest brother just turned 40 okay yeah so they're a little bit older than you yeah they make me feel young yeah <laughs> um and so my brother James, he's in Dana Point. Nice. Um, and then my oldest brother Justin, he's in uh, Temecula now. So I like okay. barely see him. Uh, yeah. Um, Feels like forever away just because of the traffic. Oh my God, seriously. <laughs> like it's, yeah, like I know that it's like less than two hours, but <laughs> it feels like an eternity yep. out there. Totally. That's great. So what made your mom move out to California in 2008? Um, so they had been out here prior to like um me being born okay um because my dad works worked for uh, kingston technologies yeah yeah like speed drives now but they were doing like bigger did they do the stuff. scientific calculators or no maybe yeah. <laughs> you probably have seen their like logo as like the big red head yes, yes. um so my dad worked for them <laughs> um and they were out here um in like the early 90s yeah. um but they're both from the east coast okay my mom had just decided after going back east, she's just like, I can't do the winters out here anymore. Like, it's just too cold. And she was a single mom at the time. So yeah. she was the one like scraping out cars, oh. the snow. No. And she was just definitely antsy to get back to 
the warmer weather. Yeah, I think that was probably a good move. You no, know, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it definitely changed our lives drastically. Yeah. How old were you when you guys moved? I want to say I was probably like nine or ten. Okay. Um, my mouth is terrible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. That could <laughs> yeah. Did it feel like a really big move to you at the moment, or were you just kind of like go with the flow? Both, like call me and call him B. Yeah. Um, like that's just how I am normally is like go with the flow. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, it was definitely like a culture shock. Like even though I had spent like a good amount of time out here, just like traveling, like mm-hmm. back and forth, everyone was so different. Yeah. Like I was definitely growing up much more of like a crunchy granola like what's <laughs> kid like yeah. outdoors all the time and i like went to montessori school and love it uh plymouth mass which is like definitely a little bit more earthy yeah um so like coming out here and being part of like the socal like public school system was like so different yeah yeah i mean gosh being dropped like in newport oh yeah yeah that's uh, that's pretty rough rough waters well no totally especially since like where we spent like a good portion of our time was definitely like more like the blue collar end yeah um so it was definitely a culture shock um but when we first moved back uh we were in san clemente okay um so it was like a little bit a little tamer yeah that's still very um and so we were like over there cool okay sweet uh, the second question is, what do you believe in? I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. Great. Um, that is something that I always circle back to and is really always just at my core. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I am a strong believer in that, like, every small decision has brought me exactly to, like, where I am today. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, the good or the bad or what have you, I'm like, okay, well, I can't... Like, it's all part of an equation. Like, I can't, like, take what I want and, like, leave what I don't because all the good parts about my life that I have now, I wouldn't have necessarily yeah. if I had dissected all my decisions <laughs> and been like, oh, this is, like, the good one. And then suddenly we're in some parallel universe. Yeah. I kind of just trust that I'm where I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and that it will work out. And I just kind of trust yeah. Um, something I picked up in school because uh, I was part of like the print department Okay. Um, was trust the process. Yeah. And that was something that really resonated with me because things can be really unpredictable. Dude, a print shop is like the craziest place in the universe. Yeah. Oh, the crowds you get in a print shop <laughs> are insane like the coolest people ever but just the widest range oh i remember so i went to cal state long beach and we would have to this was back in uh 2010 to like 14 we have to print all of our design projects Mm -hmm. off and so we had an internal print shop in our like building and i learned very quick like I must become best friends with the print like people because these people were people that weren't de- most of them weren't designers. They were just like placed by the school in the department. And so I remember early on bringing these two girls cupcakes and like they had my back for years. <laughs> and I was like, because you're literally running in there at the like last minute and you're like, I need this to be perfect. Oh, and yeah. it never goes perfectly. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I want to hear more about your print shop days. <laughs> so I had originally, when I was like going into school, had this like grand vision of, oh, I'm going to be a craft designer or like I'm going to go like more towards like the industrial design mm-hmm. route. And I stepped foot on SFAI's campus, San Francisco Art yeah. Institute, no longer around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was in the print department and I just fell in love. Yeah. Um, so fast forward to being an actual print major. Yeah. I got to have the pleasure of being um, the department representative for our like uh, student government. And I like really like dumped in. That's awesome. So uh, I got really close with like the head of the department um, and the guy who like basically ran the studios Mark Thiessen, uh-huh. the best, like the oh. best of the best humans out there. So cool. Um, and you got to just really take hold of every little detail, like within the department, mm-hmm. like maintaining presses, seeing everyone that comes through because like we were um, interdepartmental. Yeah. Um, totally stumbled over that word. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, okay. It's not good. Um. <laughs> uh, you get every sort of major in there. So you get to really make friends with everyone. Oh, I love that. Um, and we were a 24-hour campus, so we would have wild hours if you <laughs> like a working student. Yeah. And like I'd be a like studio monitor. Yeah. So I'd be like sat in my little office, yeah. like either dead early in the morning or way late at night. Mm-hmm. And it's this campus that's been around since like 1910. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Super haunted. And Have you ever like twitching every moment? Like what is that? What's coming? It was real spooky. <laughs> and you definitely, there would be times where you'd be like maybe one of two people on the campus. Cause there'd always be a security guard yeah. somewhere in this just sprawling <laughs> campus, just like carved into the side of Russian Hill. So it's like oh. super deep down into like the ground and just stairways and stairways and stairways. I mean, like, I love Russian places. Hill so much. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And like, we were so fortunate, like our, we had the paper loft. Okay. Where like we would like print transparencies for screens. Cool. Um, or like work on book projects and literally out this giant window mm-hmm. is Alcatraz. Oh, so rad. Yeah. Like the, the best. Yeah. Um, But no, there were definitely shenanigans that went <laughs> Uh, I want to circle back a little bit to what you said about trust the process. Totally. What was kind of instilled into you in that like print shop and all that you were doing in in like the depth behind that statement of like trust the process? So it definitely made sense to me the most Mm -hmm. when I was studying lithography. Okay. Because it is such a lengthy process and you really don't start to see your results until the end. Okay. Like you'll be doing this process that takes hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours. And because you're etching your image into the stone and you're making sure like your ink will stick and you'll like grind and grind and grind <laughs> and you'll get maybe like a series of five prints. Yeah. And it's just like the perfect example of that you can apply to life where it's like, yeah, you can grind and grind and grind and you're not going to see these results until like everything comes to fruition. Yep. And 
sometimes you're going to realize at the end, oh my God, I totally left like a <laughs> fingerprint in my image and now I need to go back and fix this. Yeah. Or it comes out just right and you're like, okay, it was all worth it. Yep. And to me, that's definitely what like trust the process means where mm-hmm. you are going to work on this thing, whether it's like something big in life or something small where you're just like, I just need to get through the day, like just need to get through yeah. the shift or you're working on a project that has been over like the course of months and you're like, God, I just hope this works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it does. Mm-hmm. Or if it doesn't, you're still learning something. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many like notes that I took during that time in my life mm-hmm. that I can see like scribbled out or like little annotations. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is what the process looks like. And then you go, oh, never mind. You can totally cut the step out and you get this. Yeah. No, I think I think that's really, really beautiful because life life is so funny in that way of I think when we're obviously living in the moment, we don't see the full picture. Um, it's very like we have these blinders on of like, oh, why is this issue happening? Why am I not seeing any success in this? But it's really cool when you look back over the last 10 years and you see how your life has been woven in this like really crazy way. And I think oftentimes as humans, we really want to live this very like strict and straight life of like point A to B, like that that's essentially the American dream. Like totally. you grow up, you go to college, you get married, you have kids, you go in an RV around the US and you die, you know? And it's like, but that's really boring. Yeah. If everyone's lives were like that, like, yeah, life would be so boring. And so it's really beautiful looking back at your life and going, wow, like my life has so many twists and turns and curves to it. But in a weird way, I wouldn't change it. Absolutely. Because that's what actually like gives us character. Yeah. And so I really love that, like trust the process because mm-hmm. it all ultimately does work itself out. Totally. And it might seem like really extreme in the moment of like, why is this happening? And why are things not working the way I want it to work? Yeah. But then when you get to the end, you're like, oh, that's actually a really beautiful journey. Um, And at the end of the day, like, I just keep on saying our lives are works in progress. Like Absolutely. you're not going to like, you don't want to get to the end before you die because yeah. then life's boring. <laughs> exactly. If you're in, like it's watching a movie. Yeah. You already know what's going to happen. You're like, whatever. Yeah. You're like, you're not engaged. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so to be able to like have that perspective is so incredible because there are like really intense things that happen in this, in our lives and, in other people's lives but to understand that like everything will eventually work itself out is i think that's a really amazing perspective to have on life because yeah we're gonna face hard times totally and we're gonna face really rough times too so it's like doing the ebb and flow i guess i'm making a hand motion that no one (laughs) can see um it looks great yeah (laughs) it's funny though my dad has the same and he uses his hand as well. And he just goes, keep it right here. Because <laughs> me and my mom have so many emotions. Totally. And he's like really calm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just keep it right here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> praise Jesus for you. And I don't think we'd be able to get through this life without you. No, for sure. You need that that rock. Yeah, seriously. But I love that you're bringing in like your print background mm-hmm. like into your life. And it just makes life so much richer when you 
can look back at the experiences you've had and go like, oh, this is really profound. Totally. And this is how I can bring it through my life. And this is how I can bring it through in other people's lives around me. Like, yeah, it's really beautiful. So to actually circle back to yeah. you, who I am to also like what I believe in. Yeah. So that sort of like mentality stems from when I was 13, I was diagnosed with a very rare pituitary uh, disorder. Okay. Panheimic pituitarism. Okay. Um, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Affects every one in three million. Okay. Um, and it definitely forced me to deal with like mortality from very early age. Yeah. And I cannot tell you that like, I would never imagine like this is where my life would be. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was just like scared, like little, like stout guy mm. till I got diagnosed, like sick all the time, mm. so cautious, so like shy. And I got diagnosed and literally like got on like my treatment. Like I was like protecting myself with like HGH six times a week, uh, getting a replacement hormone therapy wow. and because like at the like root of like uh panhypo you're born without your response hormones okay so fight or flight is just wild oh um so you can like go into adrenal crisis and like die oh my god <laughs> so it just makes like that was like my fun little like character development yeah um yeah that's a big character development. <laughs> just like the seasoning of life yeah yeah um but it had such a an effect on how I viewed the world mm -hmm. like thereafter because every day is like such a gift and you want to do so much with it. Mm. And like when it goes in whatever direction, it's still like you're still here mm. and you're yep. still doing so much. And I never would like guess that like I'm like I'm 27 years old now, yeah. but this is the healthiest like every year. Since then, I've been the healthiest I've been mm -hmm. every single year. Like, I cannot even, like, I can never even imagine, like, who I am today, like, when I was that young. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Of it's, it's so cool when we go through those moments of hardship. Totally. I think that's something that I was really thinking about before you even mentioned that. Like, the only way that I've truly grown in my life is through immense hardship. You don't grow when you're on this like mountain top high and like everything's super rosy. Like you're just sustaining at that point. Totally. But when you go like I've gone through really incredibly hard seasons of depression mm -hmm. and it's like when you hit that moment of rock bottom where you are so anxious and you are so fearful and you're literally thinking like I have no hope and you're just like you're just overwhelmed. Yeah. And I could see that probably as a little boy it was just like everything was overwhelming oh absolutely um and you're just worried about like i think the what ifs get you it's like what if this happens what if it is just this, every like, day yeah it's like this crazy snowball mm -hmm. and like the moment that you are freed from that like fear and anxiety there is this like zest for life of like no matter what happens, like, it is a miracle that I am breathing, that I can see. Like, mm -hmm. I know this sounds so silly, but when I'm, like, in a bad mood or whatever and I'm, like, driving to work or whatever it is, I'll be like, thank you, God, that I can see. Yeah. Thank you that I can breathe. Because we don't think about those things because we're rushing around mm -hmm. 
trying to achieve all these dreams and aspirations, which aren't bad, but it's like when you slow down and you're really thankful for these like actually profound things like breathing, <laughs> it brings so much perspective back to like, yeah, even though I might be going through a hard situation or whatever, like I am alive. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like a gift. <laughs> for sure. It's a huge gift. So I think like that makes a lot more sense in how you look at life now. Yeah. Um, and Why then, I am the way I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's really beautiful because I think that just with the pandemic and everything that we've been going through these last couple of years, like anxiety is like on an all time high. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's real and it's rampant and it's just like, you know, being able to like meet people where they're at and to help them be like, hey, like genuinely like i'm here for you and like i want to help you because living a life of anxiety is like not fun at all no no, totally yeah and so having that outlook of like hey i'm alive and like life is crazy but like we can all get through this together yeah i think that's a huge thing because once again americans are very like all about being individual wow i'm stumbling (laughs) uh being separated and being an individual Mm -hmm. like that is like, I'm going to make my name. And it's like, no, I think we should do things more in community. Absolutely. Like, because then it brings light around all people instead of someone trying to strive by themselves. That's like really hard. Yeah. No, like when you make an impact on other people's life with just like being yourself uh-huh. and what you do every day, yeah. like it, you're still getting so much out of it. Yeah. Like the just individual mindset is... It's so limiting. And yeah. why would you want to limit yourself? <laughs> everyone's different and everyone's like got something cool and special going on with themselves. Mm-hmm. And when we collaborate, you get like the best. Yes. Like the best of the best. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Last question is what are you currently doing? I feel like so much. Yeah. Um, but right now, uh, what's the most recent thing i've been stoked about uh a few months ago i joined um the rose park running club yes um, in my local neighborhood <laughs> um, everyone's so cool and so positive and supportive and just like the nicest group of people um except i've been like totally absent from it because i was like sick for a few weeks uh, and i'm sure everyone hates me by now <laughs> no 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 i i I follow them on Instagram and I really should show up sometime, but everyone everyone looks like they're having so much fun. Yeah. It's no, it's such a blast. Everyone's so cool, it's painful. <laughs> I I'm like why am like why am I No, you're cool. You're cool too. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's like been really um ex- like a really fun thing that's been going on in my life. Uh just trying to like stay active as in as many like in physical in as many different like ways that I can. Like, yeah. Whether it's like running, um, like I spin a lot, which was something I never thought like I would fall in love with, but I like totally. Love Dude, it. it's really addictive. <laughs> you think you're like, okay, how can I like level up? <laughs> like, okay, three bottles of water today, sweet. And I'm not dying on the bike anymore. <laughs> That's amazing. The place that you go, do they like show the rankings of like the positions of people or no? Oh, that'd be okay. so cool though. I'd definitely be like even more competitive than be like. I need to make the chart. I know. I went to one with uh, some of my coworkers recently, and um, 
there's like 35 people in the class and like at the end my coworker was number one and he's like yeah I haven't cycled in like eight years I was like oh geez good yeah. for you <laughs> like okay <laughs> pat you on the back <laughs> yeah seriously no I remember like I went to I used to go to Orange Theory like a million years ago oh yeah yeah and I remember the rankings I was like this is so weird but now <laughs> I've helped get it like because then I was like garbage at it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to see my name on there. Like, don't even, don't look at me. <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'd be me. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, at least you know in your mind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I'm still paying myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, what else am I up to? I like started making art again, which has been really cool. That's rad. Um, like, that's something else that the run club got me into. Um, like we everyone is like really artistic and like really creative um and like the founder lee he uh or one of the founders um he is always coming up with whether it's like one off like he made like a balaclava recently that just says mm. like rp rc on the side um and like shirts every so often it's like oh like i want to do something yeah so i uh drew up this little like rose drawing and like threw together like a little sticker and like pass all those out to like the entire go and like oh god i missed this like yeah. i just hadn't had hadn't made time for that creative outlet mm -hmm. so long because you just get so caught up in oh work and not gotta go grocery shopping <laughs> and oh, i gotta make time for to like work out and you just you only have so many hours in the day yeah and it's been so much fun to kind of like have that part of my life like light up again yep um and being like oh well even if it's like for this small like club like oh i'm gonna like come up with this design for sure and then i'm gonna do like this and then just like when it's almost like a group project where you're making this work and you get excited because you want other people to get excited yep. and then when they do you're get even more <laughs> about it. so that has been really like sustaining me lately um I love those little like creative side projects like you don't realize like as a designer how much like energy it gives you like you're like because everyday life it's like you show up to your work and you have to do designs for other people or whatever it is and when you have that little like outlet where you're like I can do whatever I <laughs> you're like eyes get so big and you're oh, like totally no one has to tell me what to do. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. You're like, I'm the art director. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's like, it's this like roller coaster of emotions because you get like halfway through and you're like, is anyone going to like this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this trash? <laughs> yeah. You look at it like, is this even yeah. good? But then you show up to your friends and they're like praising oh, you. Totally. They're like, you're the best graphic designer <laughs> I've ever seen in my whole entire life. And you're like, yeah. You like no look at my layers they're yeah, yeah, insanity yeah do not look at my photoshop file because you would cringe oh no whenever i send off a file to someone like one of our other like members he printed up some shirts of the design mm. and he's like oh yo send me your illustrator file i totally like went into like a separate file and made one that was like suitable for everyone's eye because it was just unhinged the amount of things that were going on because I've got like my hidden layers where I'm like sketching on the side. I'm like, oh no, that looks terrible. So it was, yeah. Oh, I love, yeah, I love the artist and like creative mind. It's, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So art, anything else? Um, I 
spend a lot of time. I've got my relationship. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend, Amelia, is super awesome. cool. Um, also super talented and yeah. rad. Um, she teaches at the spin studio that I go to. Very uh, cool. And is just insanely good at her job. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. Uh, so like we get to like work out a lot together, which is a blast. Uh, and making that fun has been really like cool as well. Um, and like we're looking into like the future of like opening up our own shop. So rad. Um, so like that's another career about that, that we have. Yeah. Like I want to ask you a little bit more about that, like in your kind of like dreams and what you see that as like, do you see there like being components of like graphic design or print or oh, like in that? I'm going to deck it out in it. <laughs> like every sort of merch that I can come up with. Yeah. Like there's going to be hats, cups. There's yeah. going to be like, <laughs> cannot wait. Yeah. Like I've already like started like drawing up the little thing and be like, we can do this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there will definitely be like design items. Uh, sure. I, I love it. Yeah. I, there, there is this one coffee shop that I went to a while ago. I think it was somewhere in Orange. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name now, but it was super rad because they had this whole wall of like coffee table books oh, so cool. which was incredible oh was it contra yes yeah contra is so cool oh it was amazing and i love just the like well obviously because i'm an interior design and <laughs> i love everything design yeah. i it was just beautiful because it's like this all white space and then i think the shelves were wood i can't remember mm -hmm. exactly but then they had all these beautiful like coffee table books which now thinking about it not when I was in the space, but it was like, oh, coffee table books, coffee, like, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, but it was, I always loved the concept of, like, and I think they also were, like, showing some people's art and yeah, stuff. for they do scenes. Yeah, and it was just, like, oh, I love this, like, place of community of, like, kind of going back to, like, just bring all different types of people together and their creativity and kind of being this, like, like, water spot in a way of, like, all the, like, people are coming to commune and to yeah. like share different ideas and yeah i think coffee shops are kind of like can be like the fixture of a community absolutely and it's so rad yeah so i can't wait to see in the future like yeah. what you guys do because oh yeah no we're so stoked and we're still trying to find like where we want to set roots down for that yeah. because we want to just go all in and like make it a home yeah yeah and if i'm not mistaken i think contra has a the letterpress in there. <laughs> so, i don't know if it's in news but i feel like i've seen it in there <laughs> yeah well it's so cool like even thinking about like my neighborhood coffee shop that i literally go to every day that you work at sure did. um like in living by myself and being single like i absolutely love like one of the like I don't really need caffeine. Like I have enough energy in my body. Yeah. But one of the main reasons like why I go and get coffee every morning is because I get to interact with people. Absolutely. And so it's really beautiful. And I remember my mom saying, like, Sarah, you're spending too much money on coffee. And I'm like, <laughs> and this is like in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. And I'm like, no, mom, this is for my sanity. Oh, like totally. I need to interact with some people. Yeah. Um, and so it's been like really, really fun to be like yeah, like I have my neighborhood coffee shop and I go there and I like see the people that I run into either if you work there or if you're just sitting there reading your book every morning at 7 a.m. Like and it's been so rad, like the awesome conversations that I've had with like 
people that used to be strangers that are now my friends. And I think uh, as silly as it sounds, like a neighborhood coffee shop is like super important. Oh, totally. No, there's such a beautiful thing about like just like having that neighborhood shop or just like someplace you frequent. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's honestly like what's kept me in the industry as long as it has because... It sounds so silly, but as a barista, you wield so much power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are like, you are the first interaction that most people have in the day. And you are absolutely like, kind of like the jumping off point of what that day could look like. Yes. Like, if you're grumpy and like, just kind of like, okay, come on, roll. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Then that's kind of like the day that people like start off with. Yep. And can kind of take it from there where it's either like, oh, that was terrible. The rest of the day is going to be terrible. Or if you like start off with someone who's like stoked and like wants to be there. Yeah. And is like genuinely excited to like have this interaction with you. Yes. Then as soon as you start your day, like you have this like smiling face in front of you that has like something going on as well. And you're having this like moment together. Yep. And it's like this power that you hold that is just so cool no i i absolutely love it and i honestly think like baristas know a lot of secrets like oh, yeah. i you guys are kind of like hairdressers like <laughs> someone sits down in a like a seat to get their hair cut and oh. they like let out all of their secrets oh totally and i think it's the same thing with like a coffee shop like people come in there and they just start spewing yeah we're the cheapest like therapist <laughs> I think oftentimes people don't realize, like, they might think, like, oh, my job is just such and such. And it's like, no, your job isn't just such and such. Like, at the end of the day, most of us in our jobs interact with people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like you said, like, you have an opportunity to meet someone where they're at, like, in so many different places. Um, And it's really beautiful. And, And a smile does really have a huge impact on someone's life as silly as it sounds like when people smile at me i'm like oh life's so much better (laughs) and so it's just cool that like yeah i love like the idea of a coffee shop and like really like creating community absolutely um and yeah i mean that's how i met you and now we're sitting on the yellow couch (laughs) so we are (laughs) It must work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I'm really, really stoked that I was able to sit down with you. I'm stoked to like hear more about your life and where you and Amelia are going. That's like so rad. And just keep on smiling. <laughs> well, I'm so stoked to be here. <laughs> <laughs>